Okay, I don't know about you, but I've had it up to my armpits with this whole screw the nine to five mentality. Believe it or not, some of us really love our day jobs and don't wish to screw them. And yet we've got an additional calling, maybe a hobby or a need for supplemental income that's just purring to us, make me a side hustle. And that's where I come in. I'm Chris McPeak, your host for this life quest to do the work we were meant to do and run a small business. If you're looking to maximize your time so you can run the side hustle of your dreams, then you are absolutely in the right place. This is the Got Side Hustle Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Got Side Hustle. I'm your host, Chris McPeak. And as always, I want to thank you for tuning in to this show on Wednesdays. We put out new episodes every Wednesday, ideally as early as 1.30 in the morning Pacific Standard Time here in good old Los Angeles, California. Today, I want to talk about the side hustle you probably haven't thought much about. And that is the incredibly glamorous and sexy mystery shopping side hustle. It's not entirely glamorous or sexy, but it can be. And I'm telling you, it's one of those side hustles that is really pretty simple to get into, easy to sustain. Chances are you're doing that mystery shop in a store or a location that you're going to be frequenting anyway. And if you're not, it's an outstanding way to make money for doing something unique and different. And you're probably wondering, McPeak, that sounds a little funky. Well, let me break this down for you. I have been doing mystery shopping since 2013, when I, my hubby and I first moved back to Southern California. And in the beginning, it was all uh, cell phone audits. I was working with a company that would send me to different cell phone stores and I would have to go in, pose as a customer, and ask a variety of different questions about, about cellular phones and all of the benefits and were the salespeople wearing name tags, things of that nature. And I will tell you, over the years of doing cell phone audits, I have definitely learned a lot about phones. And that in particular has been super helpful information for me and my hubby when it came time to thinking about getting new phones, upgrading, changing service, things like that. So one definite benefit of mystery shopping is that you can learn an extensive amount of information about a product or a service um, while you are conducting these. So that's that's one thing. Mystery shopping is an excellent way to learn something about a product or a service. My favorite type of mystery shopping is the grocery shop. And that is the bulk of the shopping that I've been doing since 2013. I would say almost specifically only grocery mystery shopping since maybe 2014 or 2015. And the particular company that I'm affiliated with will allow me to self-assign to certain grocery stores. And then I go to the grocery store and there's, again, specific things that they're looking for. Pre-COVID, it was a very in-depth sort of deep dive study of three different 
departments. So I would evaluate people in meat and seafood. I would evaluate people in produce. And then I would evaluate people in the deli. But they would also have you evaluate the grocery aisles, pharmacy staff as well. So pre-COVID, the grocery mystery shops could be a lot more in detail and and in-depth. Since COVID, I'm doing a lot of grocery shops where I'm having to indicate staff wearing masks properly, questions about whether or not the staff person in in the section greeted you, questions about whether the floors were clean. Right now, I'm having to open the milk refrigerators and check the expiration date on the milk bottles and also see if there's crusted milk on the shelves. So yeah, again, it's not glamorous, um, but it's it, it just is something like you got to go grocery shopping anyway. So f- we're, from where I stand, if I've got to go shopping anyway, I might as well get paid for it. There are also other different kinds of audits that you can do with mystery shopping where you have to go to a specific section of a store and and take a look at the way that product is displayed on the shelf. So another popular mystery shop that I've done in the past has to do with printer cartridges. And is there commingling of brands? Are the printer cartridges all shelved properly where they're supposed to be. Compare the little SKU codes. Um, count how many of each type of printer cartridge is there. Photographs. Photographs after photographs. Lots of photographs to take in some of these audits. So those are other options for mystery shops. And then I have been sent out to do movie theater mystery shops. These are my favorites because I love to go to the movies. But these days they're kind of hard to come by and they're very popular. So if you're not a high ranking shopper in a particular um, organization, then it's it's hard to get those. But with, with that mystery shop, I went in, bought my ticket, selected my seat, then I had to get up during the movie to go purchase concessions take a peek at the bathroom, stand at the back of the theater and indicate if staff were present and what they were doing, etc. So again, it's kind of a disruptor to the thing that you might be doing. But shoot, like, I'll get paid to go to the movies. That's never a problem, right? There are also the types of mystery shops that will send you to do sort of a a pre-business inspection for an organization that's that's opening up for the first time. I've done a couple of these. These can pay very well, anywhere from $50 to $100 for a one to two hour visit. They will ask you to take photographs of the place of business, the outdoor signage, the indoor signage, restrooms, evaluate literature and marketing materials and submit a report on that. There's Medicare and healthcare audits where you will go to a Medicare interview site and ask questions. Now, I have never done a Medicare audit or a healthcare audit, mostly because those happen during the workday and it's hard for me to, to do those um, on Monday. Monday through Friday between 8 and 4.30. Those are tricky. So I like the mystery shops that I can do on the evenings or the weekends. And like I said, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of companies that do this. I will put um, I will put some links in the show notes of companies that I have utilized and that I recommend. 
Um, and there is one company in particular that I'm very loyal to, and I do the bulk of my mystery shopping with them. So the big question you might be asking yourself is, McPeak, can I actually make good money off of mystery shopping? And my answer to that question is yes. It's really a matter of enjoyment, effort, and time. For the standard grocery mystery shop that I conduct, if I do four of them in a day, I can typically knock that out in about two, two and a half hours, and I can make between 55 and 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 60-ish dollars. I can make 50 bucks in, a, in about two hours time on a weekend to get some of my groceries reimbursed and to go into the stores and do this evaluation. I've got a rhythm down and I'm and I'm very good at navigating my my directions to where I know which stores are close together that I can group appropriately so there's not a lot of driving time or travel time in between. The company that I work with will have you take a certification quiz every time they're launching a new cycle in their shopping. So that's something that you need to be aware of. And you can also, for the most part, enter all of your data on a mobile app. And I love that about the company that I work with, because I can look for my shops on the mobile app, I can request them, I can contact support through the mobile app, and I can upload my receipts and and do all of the information that I need to do on the mobile app. So it's very convenient. Um for me to do these. So yes, you can you can make good money doing mystery shopping. I think you just have to be willing to utilize the time. And getting comfortable with a particular company is is super helpful. Now, what do you have to do to become a mystery shopper? Lots of things. (laughs) Um, There are background checks that you have to pass. And those are usually paid for, I'm trying to remember if I've ever had to pay for any of my background checks. And I think the answer to that is no. Always applications to fill out. You do have to submit a W-9. The mystery shopping company is going to treat you as an independent contractor. So you are going to get a 1099 that you have to use with your, when you file your taxes. So that becomes part of your taxable income as an independent contractor. For some types of mystery shops, there are additional certifications and tests that you have to take. For the company that I work with, if you're going to do any in-site inspections, there is certification training that you have to take. And same for those Medicare and healthcare audits. There are specific certifications, little videos that you watch, and then you take a quiz, and then they they will certify you. Most of the shops that I've done do a direct deposit, and they have a set pay schedule. Again, the company that I work with, I enjoy because they have traditionally paid on the 5th and the 20th of the month. So it's easy to gauge when you're going to get your payment, and I have that direct deposited into my bank account. A lot of mystery shop organizations work with Cash App or PayPal, and some of them take a little bit longer than others. One of the organizations I was working with had a 90-day payout rate, which was kind of a booger snot, so you had to 
you had to know that the, if you did a mystery shop in that weekend, it was going to be a couple months before you saw your money. But um, generally speaking, anywhere between 30 to 45 days after you complete your shop and your shop is approved. Um, it, it is possible to have a shop rejected and to have additional feedback given to you. I have sadly had shops not paid because of a mistake that I made or a failure to upload a receipt. And I guess that's another really, really big thing that I need to share with you about, about the art of mystery shopping. And that is that you've got to keep your receipts. Most of these places don't pay without a receipt. And even stating something like, well, I lost my receipt. This is what I know I bought. Here's my bank statement is not, is not going to be enough. So getting a little bit more organized and having something that you can keep your receipts in. So that's basically a short overview of the world of mystery shopping. There's so much more that I could share and maybe I will do that in a part two or or maybe this will turn into my first mini course in some time. I don't know, what do you guys think? You let me know if you wanna hear more about mystery shopping as a side hustle. I'm happy to talk about it and explore this deeper. So for this week, again, thank you for downloading this episode of Got Side Hustle. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and I will catch up with y'all next time. Have a great week.